This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and I am all zolled up. And I'm James, and it looks like we're fighting crimes in different cities. <laughs> Welcome to Sissy That Pod. We are a RuPaul's Drag Race reaction podcast, and today we are reacting to episode seven of All Stars Six. And joining us to react, Kim Joy. I mean, it, it is this the perfect actually in a in a week where we've already crossed over with Love Island. I think this is the perfect trifecta to have a a bake off um a bake off juncture into the mix. Like this is the perfect intersection of all everyone's favorite reality TV programs. Absolutely. If people don't follow us on social media, we were on my pot on paper, which is the Love Island podcast. And now we have a bake off on a drag race podcast. I mean hello this is it. This is what this is what the people want. <laughs> we we hope because that's why we're making it. That's why we're making it. <laughs> so in this week's episode, the queens try to inspire us through the virtue of song. There are some tropical looks, and joining us to dissect them all. Welcome to the podcast is Kim Joy. Kim Joy, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Let me let's let's take it back. When did you first, you know, date across the world of drag race? When would be your when was your like original season? It was years ago. I had friends who were watching drag race. And, you know, I think it was just the time it was starting to get bigger, I think. I wasn't mm. like a really, really early days person. Yeah. Um, but I started with the second season because I was told oh, I don't watch the first season the second yeah. season's better um, <laughs> yeah and then at first I was like oh why would I be into it but then I put it on and I was like this is amazing this is everything I love yeah. um, this is perfect this is like Bake Off but not um, yeah. yeah I love it um, but I feel like yeah it was a bit uh, yeah it wasn't massively massively big. I can't remember the exact year that I got into it but anyway mm. me and I started watching it and my partner Naveel uh just got really into it as well from me watching it like because he's like not into any of that stuff but I kind of like I can sort of mold him to like watching what I like watching so I get him into watching like Drag Race and Love Island and all of it and he loves it now <laughs> yeah. but then it's also bad because then I can't watch things without him then he's like oh you've watched oh, this yeah, without yeah. me I'm like but I used to be able to do that <laughs> yeah and I remember being on bait because when I was filming Bake Off we were watching the season with um I think which season is it with Miss Cracker in it oh, um 10 yeah, ten. season 10. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, it was just all at the same time. So it's, yeah. Well, whilst we we're watching it and filming hours, season bake off. Oh, so when you left the tent and you went to go sleep wherever you're sleeping, you were watching, you know, Monet Exchange and Dusty Ray Bottoms <laughs> lip sync to Family yeah. Alone. I was, yeah, yeah. That was whilst I was like frantically baking in the kitchen <laughs> yeah. and having that on in the background, trying to just zone out of the world. And, <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, I definitely didn't have Bake Off on whilst I was trying oh, to practice. Oh, God, no. Too, <laughs> Too much stress. No. I wonder if anyone on Drag Race does that whilst they're prep. Well, then they're all there anyway, so they don't go yeah. home in between. Maybe so maybe different. when they go back to the hotel, though, in the evening, they might want to just relax and watch some nice... It is like, it, it, there's, a gentleness yeah. to, there's a gentleness to Bake Off that I think if you're in Drag Race that you would need. And I think actually you're, you said like there's a similarity between Bake Off and Drag Race in a way. Even though, like, Bake Off has a very different energy and a very different vibe. Yeah. And, like, there's there's an awful lot of shadiness within Drag Race <laughs> that doesn't exist really in the Bake Off. But no. they still, it's, there's still, like, a huge amount of heart and everything comes from a very positive, supportive place. Which is, I think, yeah. why people why people really kind of get into that, like, binge watching of them. Because it's like, I need to distract myself from everything that's happening around the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I want cakes and drag queens. <laughs> yeah. Both shows have different energies, but both is like an escape and you want to be part of that. You want to be yes, in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, UK, Drag Race UK have missed a trick and not done some sort of like, I don't know, improv challenge or something involving the world of Bake Off. Surely it's oh in the cards. Oh my God. They need to do that. They could get all of us from Bake Off. Oh my Imagine God. I would love that. That'd be so fun. Maybe <laughs> everyone on Drag Race could like make, make... 
<laughs> it could be like a, a, make, cakes. a makeover bake-off challenge. You have to make somebody over and bake a cake at the same week. <gasps> yeah. I, I would love, actually, I think this is if, if, uh, this is a YouTube idea I'm giving you for free, Kim Joy. But guess... Get kimchi to do extravagant makeup and then you make like the little like lovely little kind of um, cupcake things that you make in the same style as the makeup. Yeah. And then you you get to chat to each other about your shared love of like creativity. I would I would pay for that. I would pay for that content. (laughs) Yeah. I gotta get on it. So, in in the canon of the franchise, were you excited for All Stars six? And who who's your favorite? I think out of everyone that was on, I always remember Eureka. I was thinking, oh, mm. Eureka, and was and Ginger Minj as yeah. well. How, will there ever be a Bake Off All Stars? Do you think? Oh, I mean, there should be, shouldn't there? I there mean, absolutely w- there's be. always the Christmas and New Year specials, but it's not mm. like. It's not, not as the competitive sort of no. yeah because yeah, like Joe the other way in episode three they had to do their like redemption runway like you'd get to do your redemption bake you know which one would, would that be an all-stars <laughs> bake, bake, bake off all-stars one god what would be my redemption I mean I'd just be doing all the technicals because I really <laughs> like when I tried to do nan breads in a technical and I was oh. last and I just I just completely was like <laughs> ah, I just panic and then I just do like I'm like yeah I'm gonna underbake this bread <laughs> yeah just have that it's fine just make them all different shapes <laughs> so yeah and then bread <laughs> that's an easy one to get away with I guess because you can practice yeah. that well I suppose you did you did that in the colds right did you know was that, was that in the, well I can't oh. remember in the cold Oh no, it wasn't there. It was, you had to do something in like the, oh, the outdoor. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that, bread? that was pita bread, which is basic, ah. is very, very similar yeah, to a yeah. naan bread. Okay, but yeah. I actually did that quite well, that one. So that yeah. kind of was your redemption bake. Yeah, that was my, I've already done it. I don't need to do a redemption bake. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um, well, this week, on the episode, it kicks off uh, kind of after last week's episode. And I've kind of noticed a trend that in this sort of pre-title segment, the queen who kind of gets the most to say tends to be the winner. It was Sonique the week before being like, I need to set my pussy up. It was Jan two weeks mm-hmm. ago. So Pandora got the most time before the the pre-titles this week. So I was like, oh, are we going to get a shock Pandora win? No. Oh, no, no. I mean, I didn't notice that, but you probably noticed all these little things. I mean, I was thinking, I thought, I was worried Pandora would be going home. Mm. I got that impression as I was going through the episode. I I picked up halfway through that she was going to be in the, and obviously, like it's a shocker of a of an ending. Like the whole thing is mm. is like can be like mad, but I I was sort of worried because I feel like. She's a queen who needs a chance to like really show what she can do. And I think Snatch yeah. Game next week will be really good for her. Um yeah. because that's like the sort of challenge that she'll relish. Um and yeah. it's it's been unfortunate because she has been really strong all season and she's done really well, like in all the challenges, except for maybe this one. Obviously, you can see the energy was a bit off. But like she hasn't quite gotten maybe the feedback she deserves for her. She hasn't yeah. managed quite to get past the post to win. So I would have been sorry yeah. to see her go. And I did fear over the course of the episode. I was like, oh no, yeah, we're saying no. goodbye to Pandora. <laughs> yeah, she's got so much more to show for sure. Yeah. And like dancing's not a thing. So considering yeah. that she did, I, I when I was watching, I thought, oh, it's just really, because she puts in all the like sort of quirky yeah. kind of stuff. But no, I guess she could have done it a bit, bit more. But yeah. It's hard because <laughs> she's not into dancing <laughs> with this sort of a challenge i kind of think that the uk has set such a high standard for these girl group challenges that it's almost impossible for like other franchises <laughs> to come anywhere near because like yeah. uk hun and break up bye bye are like mm. proper chart topping hits yeah <laughs> well, with, the, with the exception of destiny's child british girl groups are better than the US ones anyway like the, like the Spice Girls and Girls Aloud Sugar Babes like I think they have just a bigger better legacy I, th- I agree yeah, yeah this is I true agree. maybe there's just yeah there's something, something in the there. water yeah, <laughs> in the water 
<laughs> so the teams were Raja, Jan, Trinity, Cabernet, and Pandora. Kylie then chose Ginger and Eureka. Um, and we get a bit of sort of like a, a bit of a chat here with RuPaul. Kylie is throwing it back, or about RuPaul, throwing it back to an Atlanta meet and greet she had at RuPaul over a book, which I thought was yeah. a baffling piece of information, but I enjoyed it. And Raj and Jan shared their first uh, single. Would you, James, would you like to share your first single with the group? Oh, <laughs> can't I remember what my first single was. Um, so Raj's was Little Wayne's Hot Boy, which I was a very... <laughs> heterosexual choice for him back in the day <laughs> and then Jan of course was Spice World so I was like okay, my, that's more uh, my I believe the first I, the first album I remember buying was a album called Alicia's Attic by a band called Alicia's, Alicia's Attic, Attic okay which I believe was it would have been in like the very early 90s and it, it was it, it was a, it was a, definitely a musical choice that gave away the identity I would later <laughs> reveal that I had to the world. <laughs> the, the people behind H- HMB were like, "Oh, look at the little gay boy." <laughs> Kim Joy, can you remember yours? I do not know. I don't think I don't. I I I'm very blank. I don't. I don't know. I remember the first one I wanted to buy was um, Ella Funk, but the Black Eyed Peas. And because oh, I was young and I had that, you know, uh, parental advisory sticker on it, my dad insisted on listening to the whole album in HMV to make sure it was suitable for me to listen to. And I got the <laughs> thumbs up. So Aww. I was delighted. I skipped oh, home and listened to Where's the Love? It was perfect. <laughs> Aww, that's Where's the Love? A perfect, a perfect song to represent a feel good, uh, a feel good musical challenge as well. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But actually, I, I was thinking on the like meet and greet thing, because like Rue and, and Kylie have that moment of talking about kind of their, like that, like kind of Kylie coming to Rue to get the signing and talking about like how much of it. Do you like, I suppose when you have like meet and greets and book signings, do you have people like sharing that kind of stuff with you and talking about like how seeing you and how does that make you feel like in that moment? Oh yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, I, I just, I just feel so like, I feel like I'm super privileged to be able to help people in that way. Mm-hmm. And I always, but I always want to make sure that I, I give my, like a ton of my energy to everyone. <laughs> yeah. So, because I feel like this is, this, this is, it's just incredible for somebody to open out, open up and talk about something. And the fact that they can feel they can trust me with that information just is amazing. And I just want to be able to make sure that. Yeah, I can listen to them properly. But um, Nabil, my partner Nabil says sometimes I'm a little bit, I can get a bit robotic though. Sometimes <laughs> I'm almost like, I'm like, I need to make sure that uh, that people understand like I'm sort of paraphrasing and empathizing and doing all the right things. And then I, I can get really into it. <laughs> it's because it's really important to me. But yeah, I think I can get in my head sometimes of it. And it's just important to me that they feel people feel great because I feel like this is this is so amazing that people would trust me with information and yeah you know you're right it is, sort of, it, it is a privilege I suppose that people would feel so much like they could open up in that way um mm. yeah and if you're ever in doubt on what to say just follow RuPaul and just write self-love in a book and obviously it'll change, this is true. It'll change lives I'm gonna remember that just two words two words self-love Kim Joy X done that's a new so I always have like go-to things for my if I just sign a book but it's not to a specific person like all right happy baking and may the, may all your may May your baking bring you happiness or something like that. Mm. But I can put self-love now. Yeah. <laughs> put down on the letters, cut down on the time. It's more efficient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's jump over to the choreo, unless there's something in the actual recording. The only thing I know that I have from the recording is why are they all so far away from the microphone? Which made me think maybe they don't actually do the recording there, oh. which is very possible. Mm, oh. Insider tip. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> in the choreography... Uh, Pandora struggles. Ginger gives some advice. Trinity is not impressed. And then Kylie, Ginger and Eureka do not seem to gel well at all. Kind of, They're just always tripping over each other. Um, it was kind of one of the more interesting dance segments I've seen because normally it's just like, oh, someone does the dance move, someone doesn't. It was really good to see that sort of, sort of team dynamic sort of pushing against each other. 
one thing I so one thing I noticed was that so in the 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 recording bit they didn't show us uh, Pandora's verse and they didn't show us Eureka's verse when they were like doing their singing bit like in the setup. And again, there was a focus on the two of them. And that comes back to the beginning of the episode where they were talking about how they were the two queens who didn't have the win. And there was this whole sort of narrative running through it. Um, And Mm. I was actually, that made me want to to ask you, Kim Joy, about, so your win came like later in the season when you were recording it. Like did, was there that pressure? Did you start feeling that pressure as you were seeing other people around you getting the the star baker and you were thinking like did that add an additional pressure to you are you were you able to like set it aside and kind of see each week within its its own like with on its own merits without like an accumulative uh effect or or where yeah. you're kind of always aware of that yeah i see what you're saying i think for me i i just got so weak and i was like i just need to get through <laughs> just want to get through it so when i actually got so it was week five spice week when i got that i was like ah this is amazing <laughs> and then it really boosted my confidence but it wasn't a focus on winning it it was just a focus on just need to get through <laughs> um, you know if i was safe every week on drag race i'd be like this is okay but i guess you know if you got to like I guess because I got it a week five, so it was okay. Yeah. But if I'd got to like week eight and I hadn't got it, I might have been thinking, oh, you know, do I need yeah, to? Yeah, because so Ruby maybe... your year got it like in the last two weeks. She got them back yeah. to back, right? It was like a, a last did. minute surge. Yeah, I was just thinking about Ruby. I was going to mention her. Yeah, but she was kind of like cool with that. But that's that's Ruby. She was just like chill. <laughs> but I also get the impression that because, you know, people don't walk into the Bake Off tent being like, I'm going to slay you all, bitches. Like, it's, it just seems <laughs> to be a lot more they to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they have to strut down in between the benches with the cake and turn it around. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's a different vibe, isn't it? I think. Yeah. So it's not, I suppose it's just that that culture within Drag Race, it becomes like, you know, if you're safe every week, that's, yeah. you know, like Jan has a big issue with being yeah. safe. It does seem in Bake Off, a lot of people are just like, phew, I'm safe. It's grand. Star Baker, cherry on top of the cake, but the main yeah. aim is to get through. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And almost in Bake Off, it's, there's, you know, if you get Star Baker early on, there's the whole like Pressure. curse of the Star Baker. Yeah. And, you know, people, it's almost like you want to get it a bit further down the line because then people see, you know, if you get it early on and then you never get it for like... To live up to the standard you set early on rather than being able yeah. to kind of, yeah, rather than being able to kind of like pace yourself and then like yeah. have an upward trajectory. Uh, yeah, whereas in Drag Race, I guess it's not, like if people win a child, like win at the beginning, there's not so much of a... I have to feel like there's less of a pressure, like you've got to keep it going. Well, on the topic of Jan, I thought it was a really funny story to hear about Jan's granny writing a letter to RuPaul the week she got eliminated. Did did your partner write a strongly worded letter to the, you know, commissioner of the BBC or Paul (laughs) Hollywood when you didn't win Bake Off? should have, but not, they didn't care about me enough. But you know, my mum actually, you know, at the end of Bake Off final, you have your family come. So I had my mum come and uh my older brother but my older brother's got schizophrenia and my mum's my mum's got her own mental health problems but they were both like my mum kept saying the whole time uh have have you won yet has she won yet to not to me directly but to my friends Mm. (laughs) and my brother my older brother kevin was also like she's gonna win i know it she's gonna win and he didn't understand (laughs) when i was telling him i haven't won she who they're just they couldn't see any other thing other than <laughs> you're going to win. Well, then like, you oh, didn't cool. you didn't need to tell them. You, in their heads, you could just be like, yeah, yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave the I flowers to Rahul, but, you know, I'm actually really the winner. Yeah. I mean, I still think they might think I have one. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> but so they didn't write a letter, though. They should have done that. Yeah. But I'm going to yeah, tell yeah. him. <laughs> So if you let them know now that you actually didn't, they'll be like, oh, hang on, wait a minute. Get me my Belvedere stationery. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's get into the, into the main challenge. Um, so, I mean, they were pitched as two teams, but they kind of all performed together, um, which I think actually really worked. I really loved how it was put together with the two sort of like, I don't know, 
stadium sort of bleachers, I guess you could call them. Yeah. Um, and the kind of interaction stuff. Who stood out for you, Kim Joy? Trinity is amazing, definitely. And I also really like Ginger, but I kind of got the critique about her as well with the outfit. Because it cuts, I guess, because, yeah, she's quite small, so it cuts you, doesn't it? So, yeah, yeah. in terms of, like, all over, Trinity was amazing, so. Historically in this season, I've been kind of the Jan fan and James has been the Eureka fan. But I have to say my Mm. winner this week was Eureka. I thought she did fantastic. I thought her lyrics were great. I thought loved the comedy at the end of it. She did probably the best, like, splits. She really attacked it. she was my winner I felt Uh, yeah I I completely agree she was brilliant I loved her lyrics I thought she looked amazing in the the challenge I think I can understand why she didn't win overall because her look on the runway was like it was fun and it was witty but like you know it wasn't kind of at that level of like I mean when you look at yeah when you look at like Trinity coming out in that amazing samba thing it's kind of going well you know <laughs> you, you you can't just come out in like a nicely painted swimming costume eureka you need to bring it up in a hutch come out yeah. in a beach ball and then you might talk about winning but her yeah. her lyrics are my favorite her performance was my favorite that like if there were going to be winners in two groups like that kylie group with with ginger and eureka was like definitely the best um mm. like if there were two separate songs i'd listen to that one before i'd listen to the the uh, jan and co yeah that's true they sort of merged together because they've done it all together so i didn't really like pick out the two but yeah yeah I, I thought ginger was really great as well i think i think it was just harder to maybe hear her lyrics i had to kind of listen two or three times to get them but they were really great when i heard them i think it's because i watched with subtitles so. <laughs> i should be doing that <laughs> so don't listen and kylie's was very it wasn't necessarily empowering it was all sort of like how to overcome the ego and sort of taking a bite of humble pie but like she looked fantastic. She, uh, I'm yeah. trying to think. There, there's some. Is it Nicole Scherzinger? There's some front of a girl band who used to wear those sort of like looked almost like a hoodie tied around her waist sort of style things. But she, uh, she looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think she might be the most beautiful drag queen we've 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 had on 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 drag race like just so stunningly beautiful and so like softly mm. spoken and gentle as well which is nice because obviously the characteristics of a drag queen you expect like bravado and like over the top and like really kind of brash and, and like to have someone that brings like a gentleness and a maternalness to it, it you know like it's it's a different type of person to who we're used to seeing but also can like like that performance of dirty last week i'm still in awe of that and i yeah and and i'm just like i i will never quite understand what magic kept her top on in the way that it was kept on (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) over on the other team like trinity kind of stood out head and shoulders above the rest i felt pandora really struggled she kind of like even made her body language smaller and stuff on the stage i just felt she was kind of shirking away and you could tell she was kind of nervous yeah Oh, poor Pandora. Mm. Uh, I with with her, I like I relate so hard because honestly, like dancing, like of all the things that I could be asked to do, dancing would be the thing that would fill me the most with dread and horror. And I kind of get that vibe off her too. Like she's comedy, she's personality, she's you know that's her strength, and you know to get up there and obviously she like we see her kind of having a bit of a chat about like the the struggle she's had to like find her comfort with herself and and, like you know to put yourself when you have felt so negatively about yourself to be putting yourself into a position where you're being judged at something you don't feel like it's just such a hard thing to do like I I I I saw that it was very lackluster but I kind of was like the amount she's having to put herself through to even get there is impressive um but then when you have like Trinity beside you doing that it's you know it's kind of like yeah, it's like someone someone tweeted today that they want like before every Olympic event just to have like a regular person have a go so that they can see the difference between <laughs> between, <laughs> between like that and Olympian and it is kind of a little bit like like Pandora is like the regular guy beside oh, yeah. the Olympian of dancing <laughs> that is Trinity. <laughs> yeah, but it was nice how they were all trying to bigger up, I guess, as well. That is true. Very like, supportive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Who did you prefer, James, Jan or Raja? Uh, Raja. 
I yeah. preferred Jan. I just felt there was more attack to it. I got what the judges were saying with the lyrics, but I just thought there was more di- dynamic. It was more of a dynamic performance. I felt because there was rapping and there was high notes, and then there was like a stop and you kept kept going. Where do you land, Kim Joy? Who did, who's whose verse did you prefer? I mean, I was really drawn to Jan. I was. Yeah. And she kind of got a cool bit at the start, kind of. She kind of kicked it all off because they had that, like, Carson pointed out about Raja's, like, mink boots. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that, was, that wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice that, but when he points out. He, like, yeah, oh. no, that's true. I was like, when he pointed out, I was like, oh, unforgivable. Unforgivable, Raja. <laughs> you don't... You don't do purple outfit and then a mauve boost. Come on. Nah. Or a tan boost. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> so you're saying Raja unforgivable, but still better than Jan is what you're saying. I, 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 I just think that Raja has such a phenomenal like personality and is like captivating to watch. And I think like that Jan's critiques all season have kind of been that. And, and this comes again, I think, to Jan maybe needing a couple of years out in the road to kind of figure out who her character is a bit is that I, I don't think she, like, I think she isn't quite sure. Like, she's trying to give the judges what she wants, what they want, which is a problem because she should just be being who she is herself rather than trying to give the judges, at, like, if you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a real it's sense of It's hard to know because I feel that Pandora is exactly just do, give, doing herself and she's not getting recognition for it either. So it's hard to know. Yeah, no, but I, I think that with Raja, she just has such a, a compelling kind of personality. And like when she pops up on the like little cutaway screens with her glasses on and that like hoodie zipped up, like she, I, I don't know, she just is very true to who she is. And I really relate to that. Like I, I find her great to watch. And I, I thought that even though neither of her looks like the one in the runway or the one in the, the challenge were my favourites, I just felt the way she moved around the stage and the way she kind of like attacked the the performance. Um, yeah, I just enjoyed it more than, than I did with poor Jan. So Kim Joy is a baker extraordinaire. What, what would be the worst drinking accompaniment with a cake in your opinion? Uh, it would be a pint of blitzed Maltesers. Well, what I would say is it would be a pint of malt beer. Because, ironically, that happens to be the name of the podcast that we're sharing with you today. And if you want a malt teaser, listen to it now. (laughs) That was terrible, but I love it. Okay, it's Jibs here from Pints of Malt. So our podcast is basically a group of Irish Nigerian lads who tell their stories growing up in Ireland as well as Nigeria and we share our experiences with all of y'all. We also had a bit of comedy as well, you know, to get y'all laughing, get y'all through the week in these tough times that we are in. So y'all sit back and just, you know, enjoy the show. As Jib said, we're the Pints of Mott podcast. You can find us on all streaming platforms, including the Headstuff Network. Okay, the category on the runway was Hot Topics. What What were you expecting for this, Kim Joy, before you saw any of the looks? What What would you expect for a, a tropical runway? Oh, I did. I always do this where they announce the runway look and I miss it. And then I see the looks and then I rewind and I'm like, what was, what was, <laughs> what was it again? <laughs> so mm. I kind of saw it before I heard it. So, okay, I mean, yeah. I was trying to think, what, what would I do? There wasn't really that many like comedy ones. I guess Eureka was like the closest, but she should have gone like yeah. really big with it and really like mm. extreme would have been good. Um, I mean, tropical for me always always feels like island, Caribbean or like Polynesian. I that's kind of why uh, when we get to Trinity, I kind of felt Trinity was kind of Brazil, which maybe is is also technically tropical. But in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, you know, Caribbean islands. Yeah, see yeah. that. You know, in January, where like back before COVID, it's like every celebrity would go off to Saint Lucia, and it's like, oh look, there's Ali Murs and Rita Ora frolicking on a beach in Saint Lucia, and you're like, where are you all getting money for this? That's tropical. <laughs> tropical. I guess you could do like tropical fish. I think for if there had been like a proper like kind of more left of field makeup queen left. 
a, like a proper tropical fish or like kind of like even a, like a coral yeah, reef something or something like, like that would have been like a, a really fun way to yeah. interpret it because you're right the the interpretations of it were all like i think other than maybe kylie too and said that they were all a bit sort of expected because i definitely like when i think of the tropical thing i think like the kind of the beach cover-up and the the cocktail and the big hair with like that jan and ginger did was kind of like immediately yeah. what yeah. came into my head um and you know both of them looked great but it would have been fun to see someone do something a bit more kind of outside the box yeah i think there are more expected mm. ones but everyone looks looks really yeah, good we'll, we'll, we'll start yeah. off with jan and her snooky jennifer lopez look I really like this, even down to the little little beaker she had in her hand. Loved the big hair. I out of the two sort of printed, flowy, uh, you know, garments. I felt hers was nicer than Ginger's. So yeah, I thought it was a solid thumbs up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's better than Ginger mm. Ginger's. So uh, with with Jan, I really loved. I thought this is the best Jan's looked on the runway in the the entire mm. season. I really thought her face looked gorgeous. I actually loved the huge hair on her. Um, and yeah, the color palette really suited her skin tone. I think. Yeah, and she like so she looked both kind of vintagey and yet also like modern, like age appropriately. Like I I I thought she did a great job with it. And Pandora's Nurse Ratchet from the Netflix series, I got that immediately because my parents watched that and they were like, "You have to watch this; it's brilliant, James." They were like, "Nurse Ratchet goes uh, off." Yeah. So Nurse I'm Ratchet like, on vacay. Is it, is it just called Nurse Ratchet? Yeah, and I was like, I thought that she looked phenomenal, and I love like the matching like little trunk she had behind her. Like that was the campest thing I think that we got. Uh, like maybe Eureka to except, but I thought that was the like the campest and the best sort of camp like runway that we had. I loved it. I thought she looked great, and like just her makeup is so clean now. It looks brilliant. Yeah, she's always like a reference within a reference, Pandora, and I think. Uh, if you're not getting the references, I think people can miss out. But when you do, like, it is very satisfactory. Uh, we'll talk about Raja now. She has what she calls it, like a Caribbean two-piece. Um, I actually really enjoyed this. I mean, in, yeah, is it high glamour? Is it probably enough material for an all-star stage? Maybe not. But I thought it had great character. This was like an island girl heading down to the shop to get some Cheerios or whatever caribbean version of cheerios <laughs> one might eat uh so what, what she lacked in actual you know material i thought she made up in character from the neck up i thought that like with the 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 dreadlocks and the blonde dreadlocks and i i thought that was great like i think that even with like one other piece in like with just like with even just like a like a cover or like a robe or something or something else to like make it a bit more than just a a, a bikini but then again she's done so many other like looks that have had so many aspects to it that maybe doing this much more minimalist thing it is like unexpected and a bit more interesting from her but i thought she looked so beautiful um but yeah look very beautiful but again probably not an all-stars yeah, look i think that's probably like a, a a series look a main series look probably not enough for an all-stars possibly uh trinity Bonet and her carnival look uh brazilian carnival again my only issue was me being a pedant here being like mm, it does brazil read tropical to me i don't know <laughs> but i did kind of like because i felt i felt her performance in the girl group challenge was like a throwback to what she wore as Nicki minaj and snatch game with that sort of pink wig so then i was like oh is this oh yeah is this a throwback to didn't she do like an animal big feathery look in her series as well on the runway so i was like is this an elevation of that so i kind of liked it for that reason and she did the whole samba and stuff so no i liked it i just was getting a bit pedantic over the category <laughs> uh, i think regardless of your interpretation of where brazil falls within the, <laughs> the tropics uh, tropical tropics. carnival <laughs> <laughs> i still think i'm like this is this is phenomenal um, and i loved her like samba down the runway um i i thought that yeah it was like it was a brilliant performance it looked great i think you could read on her face a little bit in the like runway walk how heavy it obviously was because you could see like kind of like a little bit of like as she was kind of like Mm. going down the as she was like making her way down the way but honestly like carrying that like huge thing on your back you're obviously going to be like knackered so (laughs) yeah no i think this was my favorite thing on the runway i thought like it was out of this world 
I I thought I mean I didn't really think any <laughs> I didn't really think oh it doesn't fit the the brief. <laughs> I just thought it looks amazing and really multi layered and yeah. yeah so most like wow mm. rather than ordinary. It was actually, you're right. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's, it's like Raj's. I mean, you could wear that normally, but this is like. You wouldn't wear it normally. Uh, something you could wear normally was Eureka's beach ball bodysuit. Yeah. Like you've kind of already said, it was very, it was kind of simple. Um, I was trying to look at it and work out what could she have done to make it more? Maybe a ruby. They said about her earrings. I don't, yeah, but I don't think that was going to save the look, you know, from Carson. No. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, if only you had porcelain earrings, whatever he said. <laughs> it would have been a 10, like. <laughs> like an actual beach ball. Like an actual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing. To em- I don't know. To emerge, to, to come out, uh, to, for a beach ball to emerge onto the runway and for it to open up and draw ah. eyes to come out and her to step out of it. Now that, yeah. that would be, you know. <laughs> but I, I think though, it's like, it is kind of like, you know, what else do you have at the beach with the beach ball? You've got like buckets and spades and whatever. So like, if it had been, if there'd been more stuff, like if it had been kind of like a day at the beach look, that had like yeah. all of those different bits like tied t- into it. It might have been more. And I do think that like it, it, there was like the if there had been accessories that followed through, it would have upped the camp value in it at least. Um, mm. But based on the other runways she's had this season, this definitely felt like kind of a throwaway. Like I'd imagine she was just like, I don't even know what to think for this. I'm just going to get something that like I can, you know, because the rest of them have been yeah. at such a high level. Yeah, this is kind of this is kind of her first miss on the runway for me. Yeah, Eureka's usually really good. So yeah, yeah. like super solid and like really well thought out concepts as well. Mm. And to me, it did sort of read kind of day at the beach in like the sort of British way, like the either there's that runway in also or in UK too with you know the two bags of chips and stuff. Like tropical didn't to me necessarily read buckets and spades mm. kind of joe it's more like palm trees being blown to like 45 degrees you're or... a, a stickler for these for these <laughs> yeah, i mean i'm like tropical not an ordinary like, I, beach yeah exactly <laughs> you just say hot beach <laughs> i want to, i want to know if there are if there are beach balls on the beach is it a tropical beach i don't know <laughs> Like if someone throws a, a beach ball on a Brazilian beach, is it tropical? I'm not. Does it make a sound? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that that was yeah. my issue with this person. Yeah. He's like, are you thinking about Joe Joe Blacks? Did, oh like, my god, that was one. the when he did the whole the wind like flare, the wind yeah, thing the wind and the ice cream and stuff. But oh that wouldn't God. be tropical, would it? But it would have been quite. Well, you, you could argue version. it was a tropical storm on the beach. Yeah, I'd, I'd let yeah. him away with it that way. <laughs> I guess you get storms and tropical and tropical beaches. Yeah. Next up was Ginger. I've written down. I don't know where this came from, but instead of sleepless in Seattle, I wrote elegant in Aruba. So that was my my Ooh. my summation of her look. Someone get on the phone to Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Sequel coming through. <laughs> it was fine. I actually really enjoyed uh, listening to first, uh, first 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 impressions um, when Bob said pretty much everything Ginger has worn this season has made her look one foot tall, and I feel uh, this, <laughs> this yeah. was another one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it is. D- I I do think though that like Ginger's just not a queen who focuses too much on looks, um, and no. I I do think she's had a couple of ones this season that have been quite good but this was another one where she felt just drowned in it you know mm. like she looked like she looked like she had seen glamorous jan on the beach and on the tropical beach that's not in brazil and she'd be like oh my god i'm gonna buy that same outfit and wear it and i look fab but then she didn't in it you know what i mean like there was just like a yeah and i think as we'd seen jan and jan looked really good it kind of it sort of almost like reminded you of like oh this is like missing a few details here Mm. or there yeah but i'm okay though with ginger she's one of those queens where like actually looks don't really matter because she makes up for it with personality and performance and to be fair they're always great garments like you can never fault them they're always really well constructed and they always (laughs) look good they're just 
perfectly made yeah. terrible clothes like really <laughs> exquisitely made awful costumes but i wouldn't say they're terrible they're solid no. but they're not that fashionable i guess right yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> talking about fashion this was kylie sonique love giving us sunita the goddess queen of the tropics showing up at judges houses wearing nothing but a palm leaf but like make it drag love this love this and the green i've never seen an emerald wig before or at least not on a sort of like a sort of schlocky look she looked so sexy as always this was great i instantly saw that sunita reference as well i was like i i wonder now if just like all people from from like all people who had x factor are always just going to see whenever they see like heavily fronded plants they're just going to think Sunita is standing there beside the ready to jump out <laughs> but actually the day we we're recording this was the day the announced X Factor is over so that you know in its legacy that must be one of its high points right um were you impressed by Kylie's look Kim Joy? I thought it was amazing I mean I I loved a green wig just mm. yeah like what Michelle said I just thought it was an amazing color and I want green hair <laughs> now I don't think I don't think it would suit me like it suited her yeah. But you, I think you'd say that about anybody. Like you, did, you wouldn't think it would suit anybody until you saw how she did that it. That is true. I don't even know why I said that. That's not even like a me thing to say. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was, because people are always like, oh, I won't suit this color, and I'm like, but you can suit any color. It's just a color. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the- maybe I could. I think what I'm more thinking about is that green hair is really hard to maintain, mm. and it fades yeah. and it goes a really murky, funny color. A green yeah. wig would be fun. Yeah, just buy a wig. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, because it's like, also it would be quite restrictive on what you could or couldn't wear in some ways, because like it would look funny with other colours sometimes, maybe. <sighs> well, I guess Billie Eilish did it, and she she made green hair work. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, you also just choose um, clothes that work with green. You'd be fine. Those are creams, yeah. be gorgeous. Yeah, be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Trinity K. Bonet is the winner, and Jan and Pandora are in the bottom two and the rest of them are safe slash high because they all got good critiques um <clears throat> so, so they all go backstage there isn't a whole really amount of deliberation or pleading the cases I think they've kind of laid off on that a bit this this season um and the lip sync ass- assassin is revealed to be Alexis Mateo which I feel was like Alexis Mateo wearing a dress that she wore for All Stars 5 I was a bit disappointed because I was like, we've just seen you, love you and all. But I mean, like, there's a whole a, lo- a set of alumni mm-hmm. that can come on the show. And I would like, you know, one person from All Stars 5, Mayhem Miller, was enough. Two, you're pushing it now. Oh, I forgot that they had the already. Mm-hmm. I forgot that they already had Mayhem. I actually was delighted to see Alec- uh, Alexis Pack. I love her. And I, like, Ele- uh, I had... I remember watching her season. I didn't really like her all that much. Like, I don't know, there was something about her that didn't come off as, I, I don't know. Anyway, I fell in love with her in All Stars 5. I thought I thought that, like, she was amazing and I was super delighted to see her back. And she brought, like, such personality even into the... And it was great even... It was great to have someone who has that, like, natural personality there for what ended up being, like, a super kind of... um Like, being a, 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 a super interesting uh lipstick reveal moment um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i was glad to see her back i liked her outfit i was worried i was worried at the beginning point of the lipstick lip sync because i was like are you gonna try and lip sync to dance again wearing that gown for the entire thing <laughs> <laughs> so when the reveal was revealed i was like okay yeah i'm here yeah i mean i when i was like you know it was like this is heavily stacked in her favor i was like you know a Puerto Rican queen gets to do a Jennifer Lopez song. I was like, oh, Trinity has her work cut out for her. But did you notice as soon as Trinity's wig came off, they're like, all right, okay, cut it up, cut it up, 10 seconds and then we're done. Like they were like, at that point, it was like, she's lost. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. It was like, the, there was such a build up and such a tension and there was all like this like dramatic build up even to, you know, when Alexis took took off her reveal and they danced for a minute and then Trinity's wig fell off and then it was just like, cut the lights, we're done now. Okay, come on, reset for the vote. <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting for somebody from season 12. Like I want Jade Essence Hall to come out like and see, you know, the reigning winner at the time of filming kind of graced the stage. That's kind of what I want. Well, they did that last time, didn't they? When they had Evie, Evie Oddly yeah. come back. So maybe they're saving Jada for later in the season. 
Mm. I, I, I I'm kind of worried. I, I kind of think they're only asking LA girls on. Oh, maybe because there's because of COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh... Um. So, like they said, the wig comes off Trinity, and they're like, "Wrap it up, uh, Alexis Mateo. Wait, you win." And it is revealed that Pandora Box's lip sync was pulled, and I gasped. I was like, I just, it was like, it just felt really real. Then all of a sudden, and then it was like, hold on, there's another lip sync. I was like, what? And then I was like, well, this must be Jan's. And then Jan came out, and I genuinely was like, they're gonna lip sync for their life. They've got to do a lip sync. That's generally what I thought was going to happen. I would have, I would have loved that. I would have loved that. That would have been a lot of fun. But I do think the way they went about it obviously was an easier, like they wouldn't have had any way to prepare for the lip sync. So it would have been just like, quick guys, get up yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. Just like panic mm-hmm. sing to, to whatever RuPaul song we were, we're putting on. But um, I, I thought like it was fair the way they did it. Like the, it was fair the way they like brought Trinity up and said, right, well now what's on your lipstick? And then that kind of like dictated who was went home because it's essentially that was just like who she would have voted for if she'd been putting her lip sync in the, the lipstick in the box. Um, I, as much as I've given out about Jan over the course of the season and I've said that I felt like maybe she should have waited a while before she came back and, you know, perhaps it would have benefited from a couple of years of like touring and, you know, doing that graft that other people have, have been doing. I, I genuinely felt very sorry for her because like, this is something that obviously means so much to her. And as frustrating as I found her mm-hmm. as, as a person, sometimes I just was like, you could see how much this meant to her um, and how devastated she was by, by going home. So I was, I was sad. This, this ending genuinely made me sad. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel for her because she yeah. wants, it's, it's when people have like a, like a redemption mm. and they say, this is what I'm going to do. And then it's not they quite don't. there and it's sad. And it's also the fact that she did look so amazing and it's mm-hmm. not like she actually did badly. No one really did that. I don't know, yeah. but yeah. I mean, at least you can go home knowing it was close. It was very, so it's kind of yeah. Well, that, I was worried they're going to send both of them home. <laughs> I had that fear too. <laughs> oh, no, because I know who had you been expecting to go home? Because I had expected Jan. Because I was like, look, Pandora did by far the worst. Jan. Yeah, but this Pandora's third time or Jan's third time in the bottom. Even if the first yeah. one was when she wasn't lipstick eligible, I was like you know you're gonna kind of have to go home so um, yeah i thought it'd be jam that's why when they said pandora i was like ah (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely no that that threw that threw me when that happened initially um and then when it was revealed that there was both of the lipsticks i really was just like i don't know what they're going to do here i was like are they going to let them both stay because the challenge had been overall quite good or is rue going to pick or is like and then when they you know yeah when they announced it was going to go down to trinity's um go down to Trinity's lip sync I kind of thought that Trinity was going to based on what she was saying I, I thought that she was sending Pandora home so I was kind of a mm-hmm. bit surprised when she pulled out her lipstick and it was for Jan to go um, just from, from what she was saying but it was the fair decision overall like, yeah. it was the fairest decision probably, definitely probably yeah. not for yeah. that episode but for the series overall I think it's probably fair Kylie and Raja voted for Jan, which Kylie makes sense, you know, her and Pandora season two sisters, so that makes sense. I'm surprised Raja did, because Eureka voted for Pandora, and I definitely would have thought Eureka would have voted for Jan to go, because Eureka has kind of expressed in the past, like, Jan was kind of annoying her and stuff. So I thought that was interesting. So it'll be interesting to see next week her sort of justification for voting for Pandora to Pandora's face um, next week. <clears throat> Thank you for joining us, Kim Joy. Um, what do you Thank have you for having me. Coming up, where can people find you? Tell us all. Oh, so I am on all the, the, the Twitters and the Instagrams and it's yeah. at Kim Joy's Kitchen. Lovely. So Kim Joy's yes. Kitchen, cool. And do you have anything particular yes. for people to look out for? Or your, just... your, your book, when, when Eureka wins mm. All Stars, she can get a copy of your celebration book, which is coming out soon. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, Celebrate with Kim Joy, which is, I'm super excited about it. So yeah, it's out in September. September, super. It's, it's pre-orderable now. Nice. Get, your, get, yourself, <laughs> get, get yourself, get yourself onto Amazon pre-order. Yeah.
Ding dong. The witch is dead. Ah, poor Jan. <laughs> no, genuinely, um, I, like I, I kind of like was was thinking about my overarching opinion of Jan over the course of this season, and I have to say that I like I, I wish I could be like say I came to some realization about how actually she's great and I think she's wonderful and whatever like because it's always nicer to show up queen to like you know you know big up your sisters. Mm-hmm. I I don't think she does the style of drag that I enjoy the most, um, but I do think she's super talented, and I I genuinely think it was a pity she didn't wait a couple of years before coming back to do All Stars. I think that she came and served, you know, like Kim Joy, the baker, served the same cake two weeks in a row, and it was a bit like it's not done enough. But it hasn't a it hasn't improved enough. For us to really be like, oh, we're ready to gag over it. Yeah, that's where I'm landing with it as well. Like we have seen queens like Aja and Monet Exchange take a massive step up in aesthetic, and I don't think it was there for Jan. I do always like the sort of drag she put she puts down. It's all more kind of concept led, and I really enjoy that. But I would agree, it's a. I think she needed more time to make a more significant step up. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, you know, she was robbed of the big finale. She, you know, was robbed of kind of like so much of the experience of the post-drag race world. And, you know, she'll hopefully get that now. The other thing as well is that I think like she was kind of in a holding pattern, whereas now where she would have been released with the season 13 girls and she could have gotten like the second proper bite of the cherry when the world is more back to normal if she'd waited a couple of years. Instead, she's kind of just getting everything at once. And then like her moment for drag race is over. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But like she said in Untucked, maybe she'll come sixth in All Stars 10. So look forward to that. Um, but yeah, sad to see her go, but probably the right time, I feel. And in, in terms of, of the redemption, she got redemption, she got her win, she made up for the win she didn't get. I think, you know, that's kind of what the fans wanted for her, and she got it. So I think it's a win for her Though, overall. Sending her home in a singing challenge. Well, she, she rapped. Um, check out all our what's going on the show head over to instagram at sissy.pod if you'd like to support the show if you've been listening to us all through drag race espania and you've been loving this content maybe maybe kim joy was the only person you ever wanted to hear from on this show and we managed to make it happen and you'd like to say thank you head over to headstuffpodcast.com you can support the show keep us going yes and me and also if you have any guest ideas do send them in our way but yeah do head on over to the headstuff plus network because we are on a network with loads of fantastic um other podcasts earlier on this week or yeah earlier on this week we were on the crossover episode with double love the sweet valley high um the sweet valley high podcast and we had such a good time doing that and the headfoot headstuff podcasting network is facilitating us to do more like that if you enjoyed our snatch game we did earlier in the year as well it allows us to do more little things like that and for a fiver you can you can you can throw us an l fiver as a bit of a tip just for for making you fab content absolutely okay thank you again for listening we'll be back next week see you love you bye bye This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.